This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everyone. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show podcast extraordinaire. We are here Ooh. on episode 15, episode 15. Wow. We've made it this far, folks. I can't Jeez. even believe it. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my lovely co-host, mm, Danny Jordan. <laughs> and uh, he is also my good friend, my good buddy. Aww. We are here. We are happy to be uh, chatting with you guys and that you're going to hear us talk. We have a great list today, <laughs> uh, an exciting list. Um, we're, today we're going to be talking about our top. We're doing top five because we just wanted to make this list a, a slightly shorter one. Um, yes. But we're doing our top five Santas from mm. the movies or TV shows. Um, or life. That, or life. Yes, that's yeah. true. Just life, you know, just top five Santas. So it's going to be a good list today. Um, Danny, how are you? Welcome. How you doing? How you feeling? How's your I'm, life? Merry Christmas. I feel Merry Christmas to you. Uh, we, <laughs> As of right now, we are 20 days out. When this episode comes out, we'll be less than 20 days out. We'll be 19 yes. days out from Christmas. I love how you said, we're happy that you're listening to us. Um, it, it, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's sort of like, we're happy that... You know, we have fans. Like I don't know. It's just sort of like it was sort of it's true. I don't know. It sort of it it's sort true. of uh, sort of tickled me a little bit, and I sure. appreciate it. Maybe it was funnier when I first heard it. Now that I'm explaining <laughs> it, I don't think it's as funny as I thought it was. I was like, why did I think that was funny? I don't know. More coffee. I'm a um, funny guy. What can I say? You are I'm a funny, funny guy. guy. You're you're like a mushroom. Oh, did you know I'm that? not sure. <laughs> what do you mean by you, that? Oh, you're a, a fun funny guy. guy. Oh, no, fun Aaron. guy. Come wow, on. I can't believe I missed that. You've never heard that joke before? I have. Of course I the, have. The fern I, and, and a mushroom. I missed it the first time, though. Fern and a mushroom walk into a bar, and uh-huh. the fern walks in, and, like, you know, it's business as usual. Everyone's having their drinks, chatting, whatever. And then and then the, the mushroom walks in, and everyone turns around. They're cheering. They're going crazy. They're losing their minds. They're hooting. They're hollering. And the fern looks over the mushroom. He goes, why, why is everyone so excited to see you? He goes, because I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. Boom. Very good. That's a dad Ding. joke. I haven't told that one in a long time. It's a good one. That's it's a good one. one of my favorites of all time. It's simple. It's easy. It's to the point. I think those are the best kind of jokes. Don't you agree? They are. They are. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. I saw, I saw a t-shirt that uh, I'm putting on my Christmas list that says, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, I really have botched you this You love this one. shirt. I can tell. <laughs> I got this great shirt. Oh, it's so hysterical. I it's literally thing can't remember it now. It's the dad j- <laughs> It's the lit- it's the dad. I looked at it this morning. I also le- need more sleep. Um, it, uh, this, <laughs> what's the thing about why couldn't the little horse talk, uh, or why couldn't the little pony, why couldn't the small pony talk, because he was a little horse? Oh, there it is. Oof, man, I knew you'd that, get there. That took a long I knew journey. You would. That to was get a that. that was a long walk down a short road. <laughs> loop de loo. Here we go. Loop de loo. Uh, we don't know if we've a, ever a recorded start. on a Sunday before. Maybe I don't think we have. That's maybe this the... is why we don't record on Sundays. <laughs> We're just like so taxed from from the week. I know. Yes. I'm incredibly taxed right now. Um, tell me, and, and I'll tell you why before we get into our listener shoutouts. Is we started our our family like weekly holiday movie movie viewing experience. We used to right. call it movie nights, but. You know, now my brother has a, a newborn and I've got a newborn, so nights are just totally out of the question. So we've Movie been doing them during the day, <laughs> which is like, it's fine. You close the blinds, whatever. Sure. It gets dark early enough nowadays anyway, so it doesn't feel too different. So we did 
Our first one last weekend, that was a ton of fun. We started out with a different order than we normally do. Usually it's Home Alone the first week every single right. time. But um, my sister's boyfriend had never seen Christmas Vacation before, so we went with that for sure. our first week, and, and he immediately became obsessed. I was like, okay, he gets to stick around for a little while. He's um, in. And he's in. He's in. Um, and he's open to be, like, indoctrinated into the Christmas world. Like, Good. he hadn't seen – he hasn't seen Home Alone 2 yet either, so we're, we've set that one up. And he's, like, totally into Great. it. He wants to do it. He had never, like, seen uh, a musical before, so, like, he just went and saw a musical with my sister last night. So he's, like, fully embracing who we are, and I really appreciate that. But I love that. what I wanted to bring up was we were supposed to have our second family movie viewing day yesterday um, here at my house. And the night before, we had had family over because my, my stepdad is Jewish, so we, we celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas. Sure. Um, so we did that on Friday night and all the family was here. We were all having a good time. The kids are playing together. It's like, oh my gosh, these are like the dreams that I've had in my life. They're coming true. Right. Um, and then yesterday, uh, about 30 or 45 minutes before we were supposed to do round two of our family movie viewing experience, my brother sends a, a text out on our WhatsApp family thread saying, hey, so bad news. Uh, we're not going to be able to make it today. Uh -huh. um, the lice situation that we thought we had under control uh, is not. Now, I didn't know that there was a lice situation to get under control. <laughs> oh, no. This was all oh, news to no. me. Yeah. And, and were they so in your I house? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. My my sister-in-law, no. who is the one who has it, unfortunately, you know, she she's a dance instructor, so she works with kids a lot. Sure. Um, they thought it had was gone. And then I guess yesterday they discovered more. And immediately you're like, oh, my gosh. How close was I to you? Did we yeah. hug? You were definitely on the kid's play mat. Okay, oh, that no. needs to get fumigated. Oh, so, no. so I send out a text. I go, "Do we? Does everyone need to abort?" So my sister and her boyfriend were already on their way over to my house, and so we're all texting back and forth on the thread. And you know, fortunately, as I've mentioned before, my wife is as a hairdresser. So I said, "Well, right. this seems like a perfect opportunity to put my wife's skill set." to use so everyone come over we're gonna have a family lice check uh here at my house so my wife you know spent i don't know 45 minutes going through my sister my sister has really long full hair and, and then her boyfriend has really right. long sort of wavy hair and then my mom's hair everyone fortunately was was clear she actually hasn't checked me yet come to think of it so um i might explain why i'm a little it itchy i was gonna say did you like have everyone in your family shave their heads that would be yes a, a very exciting end to this i know story. right yeah we all got together my wife busted out the clippers and everyone became buzz McAllister for for christmas this year oh my god um yeah i joked a little bit about that on our on our family thread i was like hey we're all going to be buzz McAllister for for christmas this year but um yes you know my my sister-in-law and my brother ended up staying home apparently she went and got a treatment yesterday so as of right now okay Everything seems to be fine. Um, but what Good. I've realized through this experience, and I'm sure you're used to this, Eric, as a parent, and I'm sure so many other parents can relate, is as a kid, I don't think I fully understood why maybe my parents were like stressed out so much, you know, and like on edge. <laughs> right. And then right. you have kids and then your kids go to school and everything changes because they're they're sick all the time you got to do the projects you got to do all this sort of stuff and i was like oh and then christmas comes along and like the five-day respite that you had as a parent of your kids being gone for like seven hours eight hours every day is totally gone and they're home with you for two right. weeks it makes you really understand like um and mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again 
I used to think <laughs> yes, like, oh, totally. what mean parents, yes. you know, and then I became a parent. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I get it now. So, right. so anyway, that's adulting is hard. Is. Adulting is Especially hard. Especially at the holiday season. It's like a totally yes. different ball game. You know, you, you go through these chapters, I think, as like a parent where you like earn like your parenting stripes. And I think the yeah. holiday season is one of those times for sure because there's yes. just so much to do. Well, it's also it's also true that, you know, you're I, I feel like there are obviously there are like stages of childhood and there's also stages of parenthood. You mm. know, there are like moments where you're like, whoa, we're definitely in a new stage and we're trying to figure out how this is going to work. But then you kind of settle in, you know, like my kids are at an age right now. My daughter's in sixth grade. My son's in first grade. So we're out of the like we've figured out for the most part, not saying everything goes smoothly <laughs> all the time, but we figured out for the most part how to get up in the morning and get dressed and get out the door and get to school. Right. But like it is, you know, there were when we were first having like two kids going to school at two different schools, like it was mayhem in the mornings, just complete, you know, crazy. Yeah. Um, but but now, you know, we're we're sort of f- figuring out, you know, this stage. I think we have this one pretty figured out. And I'm sure as soon as we do, <laughs> you know, new things will start happening. That it's like, oh, now we got to add this into. The yeah. Mix. So, yeah. Adulting. Adulting. Is anyway, hard. check us out in uh, early 2022 with the dad pod hosted by yes. Eric Peterson and Danny Jordan. That'll be that'll be our new show. Um, and I, I and I'm yes. only partially joking uh, when I say that right. because Eric and I have been wanting to do a parenting podcast for a long time. That was originally our goal. Uh, it was I don't know, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, we yeah. got together and recorded a pilot episode of of the Dad Pod with with a good friend of ours, Cameron Britton um, from Umbrella Academy and, and Mind Hunter. Um, so I think I think that's going to be our next endeavor, and, and we promise to uh, delve deeper into parenting issues there, and, and maybe a little yes. bit less here yes. on the on the, the Christmas countdown. Sure, yes. Um, Apologies to our non-parents. Yeah, listeners. but you know, <laughs> hey, you want to have kids? We, it's important. You this know what you're getting yourself into. A lot of people, <laughs> it's the most magical thing in the world, and it is. Right. But there is always a yin to the yang in life, folks. So that's we just right. believe in in spreading honesty. Um, I said my my little brother just had his first kid. I talked to about this a couple episodes right. ago, and uh, he came over for uh, for Thanksgiving, and it was my parents were in town, so it was me, my brother, my dad. We went out in the backyard and had a cigar together. Oh, nice! Like to do that on Thanksgiving, and you know, my dad was like, you know, congratulations, Kyle. You know, you're a dad now, and we all sort of cheers. And then I I looked at my brother and I said. Welcome to the suck, <laughs> <laughs> which is like a line from like an old uh, Vietnam War movie, you know, about like when the new the new recruits yeah. get dropped off in Vietnam and like the old grizzled, you know, soldiers are like, "Welcome to the suck." Yeah, exactly. So, and we all laughed. Oh hard. man, that's I thought you were going to say this from like Grumpy Old Men or something like that. <laughs> right, it feels yeah. like a Jack Lemon line or or something to that effect. It does. Um, so that's does. you know that's what's going on around here. I actually uh, earlier today. Um, Eric is having a Christmas party tonight um, and none of y'all are invited Um, (laughs) (laughs) except except for for me Uh, we're going to be going and on the invite it says dress was I say dress festive I think is is what it says on your invite yes and I realized earlier today that like I have some sort of you know festive shirts I have a you know, a Home Alone, uh, you know, shirt with like the guy from Rat Bait on it says like "Keep the Change, You Filthy Animal." Sure. I have Santa, I know him, but they're all T-shirts, and I felt like I needed something a little bit more, so I ran out uh, before we recorded today, and I went uh, Christmas sweater shopping, um, which I don't yes. think I've ever done 
in my life. I realized going through my closet, like Eric's got this cornucopia of holiday gear that he brings every time we record. And I, yeah, I mean, he's wearing, what is it? Overalls like that are like Santa, Santa overalls. It's brilliant. Yeah. I don't even know where you get such yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, so I, Target. Oh, there, boom, I was at Target, did not see those there. Would have been really funny <laughs> if I bought them and then we wore the same outfit. Um, but I, yep. but I scored a couple of Christmas sweaters for tonight and let me let me tell you that the nice. pickings are slim right now. Ooh. There's not a lot out there. Supply chain. <laughs> right? Supply ding, chain. Ding. Um, but I also, the cool thing was I got us Christmas sweaters that are Disney Christmas sweaters. So dual use, Ooh. we'll wear them tonight to your party. And then, uh, in 10 days from now, when we go to Disneyland, going to wear them again. Yes. Better believe it. I like that. That's a great plan. I know. That's a great plan. Wait till you see what I'm wearing tonight. I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm not wearing these. Does Santa it light overalls. up? These are, I, it does not okay. light up. It's actually classy, but it's from uh, a, a brand called Shinesty, okay. which is one of my favorite brands. They make um, kind of, I don't want to say joke, but uh, silly or themed, we should say themed uh, suits. And they make some like uh, bathing suits and I think they make underwear as well. Okay. But I have this, uh, it's called the Christmas Desperado. Ooh. And so it's a red suit, but uh, like a you know business suit, but it has a sort of Western uh, vibe to it, okay. but it looks like Christmas colors and holly and, and Western. And should stuff. I look awesome. it up online so or should I wait to see it tonight? Wait to okay. see it tonight. I, I, I had to almost, tonight. I was at Christmas Despa. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to look it up because I, I was there. Desperado. Yeah. Um, I was ready to I was ready to see what you're rocking tonight, but I can I can be patient. Yeah, I can wait it out. I can Thank I you. can't wait to see it. We'll we'll have to take a picture tonight. Uh, you know, yes. of me and my my Mickey Mouse sweater, which I'm sure will not be nearly as cool as your Desperado outfit. And then we'll maybe we can even put some like Instagram <laughs> awesome. stories up because I feel like it's always me. That's a good idea. Chatting with the people, and they probably would like to hear from you as well, Eric. I'll get in. I'll get in on yes. the action. Yes, I love finally. That. Tell me, Danny, how are our numbers uh, going? We haven't talked about our numbers lately. Yeah. You know, how are our download numbers? What countries are we in? How are we looking Let's these days? Let's talk analytics. Um, Let's go to the algorithm. <laughs> Let's go to the algorithm. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Pulling it up in my 1980s uh, <laughs> BP computer. Uh, we're doing well, Eric. We are. Mm. I know that we were really one of our goals for this first season with Christmas Countdown is, is – Global domination. We discovered that there are worldwide what? domination. Worldwide pit bull yeet banger domination. Yeet. Uh, dale. Uh, <laughs> um, there are 195 <laughs> countries in the world. Uh, at least that's what right. Google told me. I'm sure there's more, but anyway, sure. that's the number that spit out. And currently, we are in 141 of those 195 oh my countries in the world. It's it's pretty amazing. We're so close. We're so close. Like I, what yes. I love is on our our podcast server. Like I can immediately like scrub to the end. Like what are the countries that have like one download? And those tend to be the right. the smaller, a little bit more obscure ones. Like Cambodia, sure. Madagascar, Tonga, Antigua sure. and Bar uh, Barbuda, um, Uganda, the country of Jordan, uh, Cameroon. Uh, what else? Yemen. Pakistan, Croatia. Sure. I mean, it's just, we're in so many countries. It's thrilling. We just hit a new record for a daily download the other day, which is really, really exciting. Um, Amazing. You know, I, I believe in full transparency here um, in life. And we, we actually just hit a big milestone late last night into early this morning. We hit uh, over 30,000 total downloads um, for our Woo! show. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I know Joe Rogan might be listening to this show thinking like, hey, <laughs> I do. 
I do 30,000 downloads in the first minute after I release my show. Well, good for you, Joe. Right. Good for you, Dak Shepard. But, you know, for we're us... We're brand new. We're brand new. We've been around for less than two months, and I think the fact that we've already hit 30,000 downloads, almost 31,000, we'll probably hit that while we're recording today, is pretty darn cool. And it wouldn't be possible, yeah. honestly, without the incredible support of everyone who is listening to our show, who comes back, you know, episode after episode, who shares out on their social media that they've found us, that the people who are rating and reviewing uh, on Apple. And, and that's why every episode, Eric and I like to give some shout outs to you all. We want to let you know that we care. Yes. We want to let you know that we're listening and that we see you. And we see yes. you. Yes. Um, so we're going to do a couple of those shout outs right now. I realized that in future episodes, maybe I should send you a few of those so you, these so you get to participate. Sure, so I could read one or two. Maybe you sure. can read the one that I text you. Um, so I'll, sure. while you pull, pull that up, up. I'm going to read a couple. Uh, this first one is from uh, Andrea or Andrea Patino. And the title of her review is Spectacular with like pulsing hearts, two pulsing hearts, which I'm guessing is one for you, one for me. Yes. So thank you, and Andrea or Andrea. Thank you. Uh, and she goes on to say, I absolutely love this podcast. I'm going to be sad if they stop it after Christmas, LOL. I listen to Eric and Danny every night before bed through Spotify. I'm a crazy Christmas person just like these two. I've had my tree up since October. I'm so glad I found two people that are just like me, 10 out of 10, double heart, if you love Christmas and love to laugh, you've got to listen in. Um, that's from uh, Andrea or and Andrea Patino. Well, thank you so much, Andrea, Andrea, however you say the syllables <laughs> of the your emphasis name. Is. We thank you so much and Merry Christmas. And thank you for you know being a fan and checking us out. And hopefully we send you off into the, the nighty night, oh. the, the dreamland with positivity and it's joy. It's sort of fun so. to think of like somebody like, I don't, I don't know if it's a good thing that we sort of like cause them to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> but it, but it, I'm sure she waits until the very end, and once she hears the outro music, then, then she, she, she goes. goes now it's sleepy time. It's like when you're yeah. Now if you're on the calm app and you're listening to like one of those stories they tell you, you're going yes. on a train ride through. You're walking through a field of. Do you lavender. listen to those? <laughs> That's the one that I, I listen, listen to. to. I was like, you're going on the far north line into Scotland. <laughs> um, you have you're a weary traveler. You've traveled all day yeah. as the smoke billows from the steam engine, and you hear the creak yes. of the wood. And I'm like, wow, the details are so incredible on these stories. And I yes. sometimes I can't fall asleep because I want to know what happens. Right. When we tried, me and my wife tried to do it once, and my wife just kept laughing. <laughs> She thought it was so a bit ridiculous, and hilarious. You know, it was it, ours was narrated by the guy from Game of Thrones who was like oh. one of the, you'd recognize okay. him, and he and he's like he's like, and now you're walking through a field of lavender. <laughs> Smell the lavender. And my wife just kept laughing, and I was like, babe, we're supposed to be like falling asleep, and she was like just laughing and laughing. We yeah, couldn't, but we the couldn't do problem it. is All like right, I have I have a I, oh go ahead. I, my problem with those things is to wrap a bow on this is that. Like, I, I do feel sleepy, but it's hard for me to not make it to the end of the story. But then I can sense when the end of the story is coming because they start talking right. really quietly <laughs> and slowly. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm supposed like to be asleep would, by now. <laughs> no. I'm yeah. the end. I missed it. Right, I missed my window. Uh, anyway. Totally. Anyway, let's let's go to the next review that you've got. All right. I got one here from Jennifer uh, in California. And she says, I post all the time, but I wanted to let you know what your show means to me. I have a 20-year-old daughter with mental health issues, and sometimes I'm so worn out and overwhelmed. 
I feel bad for my younger child because my daughter can be all-consuming. With that being said, I go for a walk and I put on your podcast and I laugh and I forget about my troubles and it makes me so happy. I love you guys, Jennifer in California. Oh. And she sent a bunch of very fun Christmassy emojis. Oh. So thank you, Jennifer. We know as a parent, you know, as parents that, you know, parenting, as we just said earlier, adulting is yeah. hard and parenting is hard. And so, you know, I think that is one of the reasons that uh, we love Christmas because it is such a hopeful time, a joyful time, yeah. uh, hopefully for you. And uh, we're, we're glad that we can bring a little bit of joy to your life. And we hope that we can continue to do that for you. So thank you very much, Jennifer. Yes, for listening. we appreciate you, Jennifer. You are seen, you are heard. And we're so grateful that, that you found us and that we found you. It's like, you, you never know when you put something yeah. out into the world you know, how it's, you know, in, I think in, in our minds, when you launch a Christmas podcast, you think like, oh, people are going to laugh along with us all the time. And like, they're just going to get in the Christmas spirit. But, you know, as we've talked about right. on the show before, it's like everybody's at a different place in their life. And, and to know that, you know, we're, we're helping to take people's minds off of whatever worries they may have going on right now, that, yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, that, I, Eric and I were talking about yes. this the other day. We're like mission accomplished. Like that just feels like if, if that's it's why we do it, if that's what this show was meant to do, then that's a beautiful gift to be able to be a part of. Absolutely. So, anyway, Jennifer, we appreciate you. Um, moving on to our next review. This comes from, I don't know if it's supposed to be, Ooh, Tammy. Ooh. Uh, cause it's, it's four O's and then Tammy, then four O's or it could be, Oh, ooh, Tammy. Ooh. Tammy ooh. Uh, I like it. Whatever it's meant to be. I love it. I'm here for it. As the kids say, uh, the title Great. of this is nostalgic and magical. Uh, and mm. Utamiu, Otamio says, these guys bring up all the things we love and remember about Christmas. I love the throwback references, things I forgot about, and of course the puns, unless they Christmased one. Um, ah. I love that. What's better than Christmas music? <laughs> Listening to people talk about Christmas. Great work, guys. Um, I love that. Thank you. I love Thank you. Utamiu. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, um, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a song called Utamiu. <laughs> yeah, it was like one that would have been in I don't know, like the seventies or something like that. By, yeah, or the eighties. The monkeys, like, or oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah, right. That kind of stuff. Tammy, thank you so much for that incredible review on iTunes. If you are listening uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, please, you could do it right now. Scroll down, give us five golden stars, as we like to say. Yes. Um, somebody actually sent me a DM about that the other day, saying just left you five golden stars, and I was like, oh, yes. What a, what a they're listening. They're listening to us. They like us. They <laughs> really like us um but yeah scroll down give us five stars please leave us a quick review let us know what you're loving about the show and if you're a social media person uh we are on every social media platform uh on instagram tiktok and facebook at christmas countdown show and we are on twitter at xmas pod we'd love to connect with you all there so make sure to click over there give us a little follow do we have a yeah do we uh do we have a friendster friend or a myspace friendster is that a real thing Friendster was an early, like pre Facebook, pre MySpace really? social network. Friendster, I yeah. yeah, I was never on that. I remember m my sister was really into Live Journal. Oh, yeah, I, I, I never did that. I guess it was Journal. just like you go and like spew your thoughts from the day. Yeah, sort it was of situation. more blogging yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I never yeah. got into that. Um, probably a good thing because I feel like I was like probably. way thought I was like way too deep as like a seventeen and eighteen year old, and going back and <laughs> right. reading that would be really painful. Though I will say. One thing I love about Facebook, I don't know if you've encountered this, Eric, uh, is Facebook memories um, where it'll like, oh, yeah. kick up to you like photos you shared in the past. But my favorite is when it's like just a status update that I wrote like 11 years a ago. A post or something. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. who was I? 
who talks like that? Yes. I'm like, holla holla to all my peeps uh, running out to the town tonight. Might get crazy. Let me know what you feel. Where are you at? Like, I'm like, what? I wrote this and I posted this publicly and I thought that was cool. And, and I was like, was no good. wonder yeah. there's no comments and one like. <laughs> I love how I uh, – do you remember on Facebook when we used to – it would say like Eric Peterson is. and then people would say is feeling awesome yes. today because I just found out some cool news. Yes. And so like every status update was so-and-so is dot, dot, dot. And then you would fill it out. And yeah. Do you remember so when, when they those got get rid popped of that? Up to me, those they got fun. rid of that. Yeah. And then I, this is what's really fun is after they got rid of it, I was upset. So I would start all of my, my status updates with is. <laughs> Is that's so great? I probably even wrote like, one. You can't like, change the platform on me. He's upset that they changed the platform. Like I probably wrote something <laughs> like that. Right. Yeah. He's feeling contemplative. Oh I used to write silly stuff like that. Yes, uh, yes. I wrote one that popped up recently, and actually, I was like, "Oh, that's actually kind of a good statement." It said, um, uh, "Danny Jordan is jealous of the person he is one year from right now." Ooh, deep. That was pretty good, Very right? Matthew yeah, I know. That's good. Yeah. I don't yeah, know where I, I was one year from that day. I might, might not have felt <laughs> that way, but anyway, I felt like that was kind of powerful. What do you say we get to our countdown? Does it feel like a good time to do that? Let's do it. I think we should. I'm excited now, for this Now, this is one. a good countdown. This is a good one. We're doing top five Santas uh, that we've seen or experienced or you know uh, are aware of. Yes. Uh, I think this is good. We we have a good list. We've, list. we've talked about them. We have some overlap, but then that's going to be understandable because the best is the best. The best so is the best. To, uh, you know, game, re- game recognized game. <laughs> so, Santa uh, recognized you know, Santa. That's right, you know. Um, so let's just jump off. Let's get right into it. I'm going to start with my number five. Again, this time we're doing five through one, not 10 through one. We're going five through one, but there will be a total of 10 selections here. Um, all right. Number five for me, I'm going with a movie that I don't know that we've talked about on this podcast. Okay. We may have mentioned it very briefly. It's a movie that I don't think that you've seen, Danny, because I, uh, I feel like we've talked about it in person, but not uh, on the podcast. Okay. The movie is called Santa Claus colon the movie santa claus the movie haven't seen it uh it's a movie that came out in the 80s it stars um david huddleston as santa so this is this is my selection number five david huddleston from santa claus the movie uh other people in the movie are um john lithgow is in the movie um uh there is a guy that i can't remember his name and i don't have imdb in front of me uh but he plays the elf basically the premise of the movie is it it's a very sort of epic movie that starts the first half of the movie is about the origin story of santa mm. and david huddleston plays essentially a guy who lives up in you know norway or sweden or something like that and makes toys for little boys and girls in the village, and then eventually just it, it grows and he becomes Santa. Right? right. So we get the whole origin story of him, and then we kind of jump forward to the '80s, and he has this one elf that is basically trying to help him run the the workshop, and he comes up with this idea. He's kind of like a crazy inventor elf. He comes up with these candy canes that make kids fly, oh, wow. and it's like, whoa, this is going to be great. But then John Lithgow comes in, and somehow is like an '80s businessman who's like we're gonna make money off this and he's got a cigar all the time and he's like you know we're gonna give these to kids and they're gonna fly all over the world we're gonna be rich and he basically hires the elf away from santa it's a great yeah. movie really cool very 80s very 80s very very 80s. okay it's got a, just an 80s nostalgia to it so if you're in in the mood for that 
David Huddleston as Santa Claus in Santa Claus the movie, he's just so warm and he's uh, he has, you know, we should talk about what makes a good Santa. Yeah. I think obviously a sense of warmth. Uh, I love a big person, like a physically mm. big person as Santa. I love somebody who um, has just deep kindness in their eyes mm. and empathy. Uh, and I think that this guy, David Huddleston as Santa Claus in Santa Claus the movie, uh, checks all those boxes. So that's that's who I have at number five. Let's play a little clip uh, so you can hear some of uh, uh, Santa from Santa Claus the movie. Uh, here's David Huddleston as Santa. What is all this? They're Christmas toys. Waiting for you. <laughs> for me. Well, what have they got to do with me? You're going to give them to your children. There, there must be a mistake. We have no children. You do now. You have all the children of the world. But how could I deliver all these toys? I won't live long enough for that. Both of you will live forever. Like us. He's great. He's so, he just he's has good. such a cool, he's got a cool voice. He's got that sort of twinkle. You know who he looks a little bit like? Hmm. He looks kind of like Chris Christopherson. Okay. Uh, if that helps, if you've never seen the movie and if, you, if you're just listening to us right now, he just is great. The costumes are great. They have a great Mrs. Claus in that. So that was my choice for number five. Danny, over to you. I love that you picked a movie with uh, John Lithgow in it because uh, it gives me an opportunity yeah. <laughs> to do my John Lithgow impersonation. Oh, let's hear. I'll see you tomorrow, Eddie. <laughs> that was pretty good. Now you're, pr- you're really probably good. wondering I, why I, I was chose laughing. a line, I'll see you tomorrow, Eddie, because you're like, what show is that from? Is yes. that from Third Rock from the Sun? What is that from? Uh, so I used to work many moons ago at a children's activity center here in Southern California. And we had mommy and me classes. Okay. And we always joked how funny it would be if there was a child version of John Lithgow in or Lithgow in one of our classes. And as he was saying goodbye to the guy who was the head instructor, whose name was Eddie, you'd hear him coming out of the class and go, I'll see you tomorrow, Eddie. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we thought of that. Uh, I did a lot of that in my That's early good. mid 20s, just coming up with ridic- ridiculous scenarios. And. <laughs> And that's my uh, John Lithgow impersonation. So I hope you that enjoyed it. That was good. It. I applaud it. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Very good. Very good. You know, the fun thing that this show has given me is a chance to uh, share my mediocre impersonations. And really, really appreciate that. <laughs> I would rank my Christopher Walken as the, my number one. Um, you're worldwide with him, though. I am worldwide. worldwide. My Dean Martin's number two. And then maybe Sia might be number three. I, I have... <laughs> Your Sia was very good. <gasps> candy, candy. Doopy, doopy. Um... Anyway, I, I'm glad that you touched on what makes a great Santa because I think that's that's a really important sure. question to ask, and it might be different uh, for every person. And honestly, I think it's different in the framework of of every story that that's being told. Sure, um, I think it's obviously a compliment to the performer. It's a compliment to the story. And one thing I really enjoyed about this list was I think it made me do a deep dive into movies that maybe I don't necessarily watch a ton because. As I was thinking about Christmas movies that I like, you know, whether it's Home Alone or National Lampoons, whatever, Santa isn't super involved in a lot of Christmas movies. You know, like there might be like a neighborhood Santa. More an overarching uh, entity. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like there's very few movies that sort of revolve around Santa as far as as I could tell. Or he's sort of like an ancillary character that sort of pops up in the story of of somebody else like Rudolph or Frosty or Buddy the Elf or whatever it might be. Um, yeah. So it's tough to find like a, a legitimate 
Santa movie. Um, and I think it might be time for some more Santa movies to start popping up. And, and yeah. I think that is starting to happen. And, and I think our lists are going to reflect that. And um, so, and, and I'll, I'll start with one here. It's not a Santa movie, but it's sort of an obscure Santa in a movie that I just watched for the first time recently. Um, and honestly, I, I wish I would have watched this movie sooner because I, I would consider it a TV special because it's only about 23 minutes long. Uh, it's on TV special. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus because, uh, you know, my daughter loves Disney Plus and we're constantly scrolling through and now they're populating all of this holiday content on the main page. And I haven't really like watched the Ice Age movies um, a bunch. I'm not super familiar with the characters, but my daughter and I the other day watched... Uh, Ice Age Mammoth Christmas. Have you seen this? Okay. I have not seen it. I love the Ice Age movies, uh, but I've not seen this special. Yeah, so it, it's really fun because, you know, much like you're sort of talking about origin story with, with Santa Claus the movie, uh, this is an interesting take on Santa Claus in the sense that in Ice Age, like, they live, you know, up north somewhere, and but, you know, does Santa still exist at that time? And they sort of find themselves, like, way up near the North Pole and one of the, the, mm -hmm. the sloth wants to, like, go meet Santa. And it turns out that Santa is there and he has this little hut. But because it's during the Ice Age, like, there aren't, you know, really a lot of kids. And he doesn't right. need to fly. Like, Santa doesn't fly at this point. He has a sleigh that, that he sort of just, like, you know, carries around. Like, he carries a sack. Uses yeah, he's got a big on sack. On the snow. And yeah. he, like, whittles all of these toys out of wood. And he's, like, really confident in himself. Yep. Um, and he's really funny. He's voiced by uh, Billy Gardell. I'm hope, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, who's, you know, for, he played yeah. Mike on, on Mike and Molly, um, which Eric sort of has a connection to, because I feel like your character on, you know, your AMC show has a little bit of, uh, definitely a little bit of Mike from Mike definitely. and Molly in there for sure. But definitely, I, definitely, I love his character. I love the idea of like meeting Santa Claus during a different time in a story that isn't human driven. But knowing that, like, this entity, this sort of, like, omnipresent being still existed back yeah, then. he's always been there. And his hut is really cool. And I love seeing, like, Santa just sort of being on his own, whittling these toys out of wood on his own. And he's really, really funny. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love uh, the way he's uh, animated is absolutely brilliant. He's really colorful. He feels very relatable and very human, um, which I absolutely love. And the, and the movie itself is actually really, really hysterical. And then we get to find out sort of how Santa came to use uh, flying reindeer um, because I think it's, cool. it's Vixen who they encounter or might be, I think it is Vixen. Um, and then they're trying to figure out a way how to get this sleigh around the, the world. And they're like, oh my gosh, and like the woolly mammoths are trying to pull it. And they're like, uh, yeah, this should only take us about 8,000 years. Um, and then one of the, this reindeer <laughs> that they befriend on their journey flies off and gets his entire family and brings all of them. in. he's like, this is Donner and this is Dasher and this is Blitzen. And they all sort of like pose and stuff like flying in the air. They're all bros. Yeah, it's like, and they're all like, they have this like hero pose sort of moment. Um, so it's really cool, right. really cool perspective. I, I never thought of before. And I think uh, the way that Santa is integrated into that film is, is really, really neat. So um, let's take a, a little listen to uh, Ice Age. Mammoth Christmas, uh, starring Billy Gardell uh, from Mike and Molly. It's Santa! Just because there's a fat guy doesn't make him Santa. I'm not fat. It's this suit. It's very poofy. Manny, it is Santa! And he's just as old and decrepit as I imagine it. Oh, so jolly. Oh, look at this mess. Two hours to Christmas and everything's ruined. My toys, my sleigh, all my hard work. Um, would this be a good time to talk about getting off the naughty list? Sid, there's no such thing. There is now, Manfred. Thanks for the idea. Wait, wait, how do you know my... Pretty fun, oh, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. That's great. I'm going to definitely watch that with the kids. You that should. It's only 22 really minutes, 23 minutes long. And Santa, does. he's not a huge integral part of the story. I don't think he comes in until like halfway through. Um, but you sort right. of just meet this guy like who's out in the middle of the woods. And he's like whittling like a, a spinning top. And he's like, I'm awesome. And he like shoots it into the into his sack. It's, it's really, really cool. So definitely, definitely check that. that one out. Great. All right. So my number four, uh, this is a good one. We will so. not be able to play a clip for this one Ooh. because it's not necessarily from uh, – it's not a Santa with a speaking role. Okay. But I'm going the Macy's Santa from the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Ooh. I love that Santa. I love uh, – they. you know, Santa has been the same face for a while, if you know what I mean, yep. and which is nice. So it's very – the consistency is there. I just feel like he brings so much joy and so much uh, classic, classy Christmas vibes to <laughs> to that. you know the parade, and I just love how you can tell he's looking at kids individually in the eye from the sleigh, and he does the thing where he puts his finger on the side of the nose, yeah. you know, and kind of swipes it up, and and it's just so great, and he has so much like buoyancy and 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 joyful bounciness that is is great and then they always have a great mrs clause as well yeah. so i just think that macy's does such a good job you know we went and watched the uh the tree lighting the other night which was very exciting the rockefeller tree lighting yeah. and it was just making me think i know we've talked about how great new york is at christmas but it really is and the way that new york city just is able to like lean into traditions and know that like some things just can't change. Like we're going to do the Macy's day parade right. every year. We're going to light the tree every year. And you know, some of them, you know, sometimes those, the specials or the parade can feel not all the time, but sometimes can feel a little stale. But even when they do, if you like take the moment to really appreciate that, like they do this every year and you know, they're uh, sure they're TV shows. They make money on advertising, but they also like I love that they don't say, oh, well, let's just try to do something new and change it. Right. I like that there are things that we can we grew up with and our kids can grow up and grow up with and hopefully their kids can grow up with. And, you know, that kind of stuff is really important to me. And so uh, I went with the Macy's Santa at number four for my choice. Do we what know do you think about that? Um, do we know if that Santa who appears in the parade, is that the Santa that then? Uh, is in uh, Santa land at Macy's. Do we know that? I don't know. It's possible uh, that he might be there some of the time, but, you know, he's also got to run the workshop. Right. Good so point. Good sometimes point. Sometimes they may have I guess I shouldn't helpers, say but... the Santa. I should say, it, yeah. does Santa go from the parade straight to Macy's? Might be a better question to ask. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, but, yeah, okay. I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly that's, sure. That's part of the magic. Good question, though. That's part of the magic, yeah. yes. I do remember that, though, from, uh, you know, obviously watching it on TV, but being there in person, like seeing like that sleigh coming down coming down the street oh, and then he appears yeah. and you're just like he's got the reindeer and he's elevated it's and really high up in the air oh, yeah oh yeah it just feels so larger than life which is exactly how it should feel um exactly it's such a great selection it's making me question my my choices now as I'm looking at the rest of my <laughs> list like I I feel like that's a great one to include cuz I was thinking about um obviously as I've shared in previous episodes you know my wife and I had a really really cool experience with uh with santa at, at disneyland and yeah you know i just um that's one that will stick with me forever and then we got to you know go back and meet santa again with, with our daughter who we wished for but i've listed it before so maybe i'll maybe i'll keep it separate from from this list i think i'm gonna that's i think true. i'm gonna leave you know i i almost 
I almost included it's in an honorable mention mm. here for me on my on my paper, as you can see, Danny, <laughs> he, my paper. He I did wrote it, it out again, on paper. folks. That is a paper and um, pen. <laughs> as uh, as an honorable mention, I said the Santa from the famous uh, photo that my daughter was oh, in that was that's then great. became a painting. That we have posted on our uh, the socials of, of Christmas Countdown Show. Uh, but that Santa was also, you know, the Santa. It was amazing. It was such a cool experience. So I didn't include it on my list. But like you're saying, with the Santa that you and Lynn met, you know, it, it definitely is. Uh, uh, it's nice yeah. when you have the actual personal connection with them as opposed to seeing them on film. I, but the rest of mine are from film, just so you know. <laughs> I think it's something that I don't, I don't know if it's. Was that maybe part of our generation and, and, and ahead that like meeting Santa was like a bigger thing? I don't I don't know. Like because I, I guess now that I've know. got a young child, you know, San, meeting Santa means a lot to me. So I'm wondering, like, does it still have that same momentum? I'd be interested, you know, for our listeners out there so. who have kids, like, is the idea of going to meet Santa, does that still have that same impact for you in your life? And is it something, a tradition that you're carrying on um, with your children? I think that's a really interesting question to ask because I know that, yeah. and it's one of those things I feel like maybe as a parent, I don't know if you encountered this, Eric, but there were certain things about becoming a parent and my child growing that like I thought about like, oh, when she learns to crawl for the first time, when she walks for the first time, mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever consciously thought about what it would be like when I saw my daughter meet Santa for the first time. For the first or time, meet yeah. Mickey Mouse for the first time. Like when she met Mickey right. for the first time a couple years ago, I legitimately was crying. Um, like, and I, I didn't, and I don't know why. Like, it was all of a sudden Mickey turned around and looked at my daughter, and my daughter started giggling. She wasn't even a year old at this point, and I was just like, <laughs> and I had like, I was like, hi, Mickey, and like, I had, like tears streaming down my face. I've got, I'll, I'll post the photo on our social of like, my eyes are bloodshot in this photo. I'm like, I had the biggest smile, but like, That's I great. look like I've been crying for an hour. Um, it's just yeah. one of those cool things that I think is so impactful and now like you know my daughter getting gifts from santa it's so cool um and yeah. you know being careful you know with my words because i don't know who's listening to the show with who but um just the whole experience of your of your child knowing santa is very very special and, and brings back a lot very of memories cool. of you know when you when santa first became a thing to you in your life when you were a child so yeah exactly anyway i think that's why making a list like this is really fun because it sort of is a reflection of like what Santa represents to you, you know, in, in your life. Yeah. And, and that leads me to, to my number four. Um, and that is Ed Asner as, as Santa in elf. Ooh. And I think the great reason, one. great selection. Yeah. I, one, I, I love Ed Asner. I think he's brilliant. I, I met him once years ago when I was working as a valet at the Beverly Hills hotel. And he was, nice. he was at, we used to do this like night of a thousand stars party where like it was the night of the Oscars and all these like stars of yesteryear would come and watch the Oscars at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And like you never cool. knew who was going to be there. You never knew whose door you were going to open sort of situation. Sure. Yeah. Or whose car you were going to bring back up. Um, and I remember that year there were two celebrities that stuck out in my mind. One was Ed Asner because he was so kind. Him and his wife were so kind to me. Um, but the other was, I'm going to blank on his name, but he's, he's from the show Dallas. Um, do you remember that? Remember that show, like the original yeah. run of Dallas? Yeah. Um, and he played like the really uh, Jr. Jr. He played Jr. Yes. Um, yeah. What was his name? Uh, oh my gosh, uh, Kyle. Duff no, Kyle Duffy was on Dallas, but uh, it was it was uh, uh, Larry Hagman. So I brought Larry Hagman's car back up to him, and this has nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever. But I think you're all <laughs> really going to enjoy this story. So I brought Larry Hagman's car back to him, and. 
you know, right. he hands me like the payment for, you know, the valet service. And I was like, oh, thank you so much, sir. You know, he goes, oh, why don't you, uh, why don't you unroll that? Why don't you see what's inside of there? Cause he had like rolled up this $10 bill, like really, really right. tight. Um, and so I'm unrolling it and inside of it is another bill, but it's a fake bill. Um, it's a million dollar bill and it has Larry <laughs> Hagman's picture on it and he signed it. <laughs> um, so, Oh, what a boss move. Right. Oh, but I what love was it. funny is like, I was like, well, this is really cool. I don't know how I'm going to share this with the rest of my fellow valets because we pool tips. I was like, right. I guess we just got stiffed by Larry Hagman, but we didn't because I've got I have it somewhere in a tub here in, in my garage. I'll, I'll see if I can dig it out. It's a, oh it's a one million dollar bill signed by uh, Larry Hagman. And it's like in all it's you like, need to put it. You need to put it on eBay, and then whatever you make from it, you need to find all your buddies that worked with the valet <laughs> way back when and send them send them the split of the profits. You know, I I maintain the fact that I think a lot of them didn't turn in all of their tips at the end of the day. So, <laughs> exactly. you know, me me holding on to the Hagman autograph, I, I, You're keeping I'm it. keeping that for the rest of my life. I should frame it and put it out. i got to find that. Anyway, yeah. uh, Ed Asner is who we're talking about here and his performance in Elf. And, and the reason that I really like Ed Asner's Santa Claus is because – most Santa Clauses feel very um, mythical, right? Like they feel very like fantastical yeah. and like the nicest man in the world and all this sort of stuff, uh, which which Santa is, and he should have a, an essence of that. But I also think that salmon, sh- salmon, <laughs> salmon should be delicious. Uh, no, uh, Santa <laughs> should be human as well. Yes, and I think there's a lot of human elements to the way that that Ed Asner plays. Santa, like there's a lot of lines where he's like, what in the name of Sam heck is that? Like, and he's very sure. honest with we see the frustration that he's feeling. Yes. Yeah. Like he just feels like he's not perfect, um, which no human is. And I love the And he's got a little bit of an yeah. edge to him, which is kind of fun. And I like, you know, the way that he sort of owns like his history um, with like the New York, like Central Park, you know, patrol or whatever it is. He's like, right. Had a bad yeah, run in yeah. with those guys a few years ago and they've never, <laughs> never let it go or whatever he says. Um, but yeah. he also has that magical element to him, like at the end where, you know, he like him and Buddy have that moment in the park and they fly, you know, on Santa's sleigh together. And then they go like flying over the south end of Central Park together. and He's got the big ho, ho, ho. Um, yeah. So I think he really does this great job of balancing the really like larger than life, fantastic, jolly element of Santa with that very real human element of Santa. And um, right. so let's play a little, little clip to hear Ed Asner as, uh, as Santa and Elf. So you're really Santa Claus. You never can tell, kid. Tell me, Michael, what do you want for Christmas? I wanted a skateboard. Oh, not just a skateboard. A real tough board. Looky here. Looky here. How you like them apples? Go look and see. Whoa. What happened? You made my sleigh fly. What do you mean? Well, before the turbine days, this baby used to run solely on Christmas spirit. You believed in me. You made my sleigh fly. Oh, that's awesome. Right? That's so good. And I got to say, that's probably one of the best sleigh flying sequences. Yeah. Where you get to, like, be in the sleigh as the sleigh is flying. He's so great. 
You know, I, I have two things that I can say about Ed Essie. Okay. One is that uh, we're recording this on Sunday, so it, by the time this airs, it will have already happened, but maybe there's a way to view it uh, after the fact. I'm not sure, but uh, the Ed Asner Family Center is doing a online performance today with a bunch of celebrities where they're doing a table read of uh, It's a Wonderful Life oh, wow. with Jason Sudeikis from Ted Lasso playing George Bailey. Um, so it, you will have missed it when this is airing, but I, if you go to the Ed Asner Family Center uh, website, I'm sure they may have um, information on how you can watch it after the fact and, and donate to that great cause. Because oh, uh, so Ed cool. Asner was involved. He was a huge activist in a lot of great causes. And um, the other thing I was going to say is I got to meet him as well. Once it was one of the coolest moments of my life. Uh, I was asked to perform at a, uh, benefit concert for, uh, ALS and I was performing and, you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, George Newburn, who's, who's an actor, uh, who's on, um, uh, 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 scandal and also was the the groom in Father of the Bride those movies okay. um you'd recognize him anyways uh we're friendly and we were at this benefit together and he was going to be doing his bit in the in the benefit was going to be doing he was reading a poem or something with Ed Asner who I don't think he had met before maybe he had met once before but he brought me over to Ed's dressing room mm. And we were just going to say a quick hello. And I really thought it was going to be a two-minute meeting of just like, here's Ed Asner. How you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm Eric. And then I was going to be gone, right? And so we chatted with him for about five, ten minutes. And I was like, man, this is so cool. We're talking to Ed Asner. And then uh, they came and they said that they needed George on stage to do some light focusing or whatever. And so he left. And I was like, well... George had brought me into this dressing room, so I should leave with him. Like, I shouldn't just be like, well, I'm going to stay. And so I, I started to leave as George was leaving. Mm. And Ed Asner grabbed me. He was sitting down. He grabbed me by the wrist, and he said, where are you going? And I was <laughs> like, I, I just figured I'd give you your space, Mr. Asner. You know, it was so nice to meet you. And he was like, I like talking to you. Sit down. And so then I sat down. And I sat in this dressing room, me and Ed Asner, Ed Asner, for about two and a half hours. Oh, my gosh. And he just talked to me about, like, acting and, you know, like, politics and being a parent and, uh, you know, what it's like to work in this business and have a family. I mean, it was amazing. It was, like, one of the coolest experiences of my life. And I just kept feeling so fortunate, like that he wanted to talk to me, and we had a nice, you know, kind of conversation for a few hours. It was one of the coolest uh, moments, and oh you know, sadly gosh. he just passed away this year. So, you know, God bless you, Ed Asner, and and uh, we hope that you're looking down yeah. and, and enjoying the Christmas season because you were a great Santa. Yes, you Elf. were. So, let's, good let's selection. Pour out a little good eggnog for uh, Fred. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. I love that. All right, so we are to number three for me. I'm going to go uh, – This I feel good about this okay. one. I'm going to go Tom Hanks Ooh. in Polar Express. Uh, now, I feel like when we talked about this last, you had not seen Polar Express. Is oh, that no, true, I've seen it. You're, you're thinking, thinking, okay. of, the other, you're thinking, thinking of, of the other else. Danny that you host a show with, which must be the other guy. That's what it that was. That must be the alternate <laughs> universe where you host our show with somebody else and then I host our show with a guy named Mike. Um, because somebody <laughs> – yes. did you see that on Twitter? Um, no. Somebody was like, check out the new episode of uh, Christmas Countdown Show with Mike and Danny Jordan. And like, <laughs> you're not tagged in it, but I'm tagged. <laughs> Who's Mike? Who's Mike? I, that's what I, I said. Oh I wrote back God, to him. I was, like, I was like, wait, is Mike my new co-host? Co <laughs> is Eric's name not that's really hilarious. Eric? Is he really Mike? 
It's um, all been a ruse. It has been. All leading up to this moment. Anyway. All right. So I, I went with <laughs> Tom Hanks from Polar Express. Yes. Uh, I just I, obviously Tom Hanks. And this is funny. I was talking to my daughter uh, yesterday. We were talking about Polar Express. And I mentioned that Tom Hanks was Santa in in Polar Express. And she said, wait, he's Santa? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I thought he was the engineer. I was like, yeah, he's all of the adults. Oh, yeah. In it. And she was like, what? And her mind was blown. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's the same actor playing all the most, or I should say most of the adult roles right. in that film. Um, but he's so great as Santa because, again, big big personality and like physically you know all of the shots of santa are like either from the child's point of mm. view looking up and he just looks huge or they do that great shot one of my favorite shots of polar express is when the kid is they finally made it to the north pole and all the elves are going crazy and they do such a great lead up to like santa's coming out yeah. he's ready to go and it's like such a great build up and the kid is looking and he can see like he's in the back of a big crowd and he sees like the you know city hall of the north pole or whatever open and like santa comes out but you can't see him cuz there's always like other elves yes. standing in front of him and so he's kind of moving his head and you kind of occasionally see a little glimpse of what looks like it might be santa and that just for me it, it like captured that mm. feeling of when you're a kid and you're really like you're too little and you can't see what everybody's looking yes. at and you're trying to like know what it is and then when you actually see it it's so cool and all the stuff with the bell is so great and when he chooses the kid for the first present of christmas yes. you know is so great and so Tom Hanks is great in the whole movie, but I think his performance as Santa in particular is so great. Let's listen to a little clip of Tom Hanks as Santa Claus. Ooh. That that was I did a pretty good impression. That, that was solid. That is what no he sounds like. But you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. Now, what would you like for Christmas? Me. You. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Yes, indeed. The first guest of Christmas! Ah, oh, so, so good. good. He just is, is really... He he, uh, you know Tom Hanks, in my opinion, can do almost no wrong, uh, but he he really knocks it out of the park yeah, with, uh, this, with that. The one. way his voice changes and it gets like really yes. slow, and I don't know, it's it's good. I feel like it's it's a Santa voice that I can't remember ever hearing because I feel like that's a big part of what makes a great yeah. Santa is is the voice, and you know, as we talked about Ed Asner a few moments ago, I feel like he does. The, what makes him so human is that he doesn't talk like what we expect. Santa to sort yeah, of he doesn't do the ho 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 yeah that, which is that. sort of fun and that's what I love about this list that we've put together is we're hearing and seeing all these sort of different takes on Santa Claus yeah. you know but I think the way that um, Tom Hanks plays him in in Polar Express is sort of similar to almost like a, a Dumbledore sort of take like he's just this yeah, wise yeah. old takes his time and really thinks through everything Timeless he's going person, to say yeah. and, and I love what you talk about of, of, of the little boy trying to see him because the whole story is about how he doesn't believe in Santa 
And now right. he's just like so eager to see this thing yeah, that yeah. he didn't believe in. And like finally he's like ready and he can't get a glimpse of him. And it's like yeah. all these sort of like uh, home improvement Wilson sort of moments where like, you know, someone's <laughs> hat goes up and I can't see his face. You know, uh, Jingle Bell flies yeah. in the air. It's just it's brilliant. I'm so glad you picked that one. Um, I think he's really, really, really fantastic as uh, Santa Claus. You can't go wrong with with Tom Hanks. He's just no. One of the greatest actors uh, of all time. Um, Definitely. Speaking of a great actor, uh, let's move to number three on my list. And this is this is a film that I have to say, one of the things that I love the most about our show, and I don't know if, if our listeners are having the same experience, but this is happening for me, is that I am discovering so many songs, so many movies, so many TV specials, uh, so many dishes, whatever it might be that we've sort of chatted about <laughs> on our show that I either didn't know or I thought I knew or thought I may not be interested in that, that now or I'd forgotten about. Um, and, and this next film is, is a perfect example of that is I, I'd never seen the movie Fred Claus until last night. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen it. It's good. You know, and, okay. and I don't know why I hadn't watched it because I, you know, I was like Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, right? yep, Vince Vaughn? Yep. Okay, and, yeah, and Paul Giamatti plays Santa Claus mm-hmm. in this in this film. And again, it's one of those sort of fun origin stories about you know Santa Claus and how he came to be and how he became a saint. And but it's also a lot about the struggle between two brothers because um, Vince Vaughn's right. character is the older brother to Santa, to Nicholas. Gotcha. And like he, when he's first born, you know, Frederick, as he's called, is like loves his little brother. And the thing is, they were born many, many years ago. But as they tell in the story, like once uh, like a saint becomes a saint, like they're frozen in time. So they don't age. But it's the same sure. for their family. So oh. so his parents and and uh, Vince Vaughn's character are frozen in time as well. So they don't age either, which is super interesting. Um, and it sort of plays out as to like how that's helpful at the end of the film. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but I don't know right. why I hadn't watched this film because... I, you know, I was right in the pocket of like the Vince Vaughn golden years in terms of, sure, like, yeah. you know, Wedding Crashers and old school and love his yeah. style of humor and the way that like he like pronounces to like talk really fast and like his, his yeah. style of comedy. <laughs> Rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Can we get crazy? Maybe we can make a couple of bad decisions. I don't know. Um, like <laughs> I just I love his style of humor. You're beautiful baby. Yeah. And he's he's great in this film. But Paul Giamatti as Santa is is so so good um he's funny um he's jolly he's obsessed with with christmas because like nicholas's backstory is like all he's ever wanted to do from a child is just like give back to other kids so essentially he's the one that sort of like starts this movement of christmas and he lives in the north pole but but him and his brother fred are like estranged like they don't talk to each other fred doesn't go to visit him but uh vince vaughn's character in the framework of the story comes into a little like tough spot and he needs to borrow money uh, from his brother. So he calls him, but Santa basically says like, you know what? I'm going to give you some tough love. I'll give you the money, but you have to come up here to visit. And so, right. So Paul Gia or um, Vince Vaughn goes up to the North pole and we learn about Santa, but Santa's like really stressed out in this movie um, because there's like this company that's like keeping checks and balances on like their efficiency and the way that they're performing. Oh geez. Um, Yeah. And so, Again, it's like you get the jolliness because he's got that ho ho ho, and his suit is is stunning. Their North Pole in this movie. I know I'd said in an earlier episode that I thought the Santa Claus was my favorite North Pole I'd seen in a movie, but I think mm-hmm. the North Pole in Fred Claus is is probably my new favorite 
North Pole. Wow. It feels like... I'm going to have to check this please out. Please do. It feels like this like living, breathing village up you know, at the north end of the world where all these people live. Love and, that. and the detail to the buildings and and the colors and the elves and the where they live. And there's like a tavern in town that everybody hangs out at. It just feels yeah. more like a city and less like sort of like this area that everybody's trapped in that they just have to go work and make right. toys for Santa. Right, right. Um, and I think Paul, Paul Giamatti, he's funny in it, He's he, but he's also heartwarming where he needs to be heartwarming. So that's number three for me is uh, Paul Giamatti as, uh, as Santa Claus in Fred Claus. And let's take a little, little listen to that movie. Fred! What the blazes have you done? You marked every naughty child as nice. Are you out of your mind? None of the kids seem naughty to me, Nick. Good, good, Fred. You really never see the ramifications of anything, do you? We literally cannot make enough presents with only three days left. We cannot deliver all of those presents. Do you see? It's over. Congratulations, Fred. You've caused Christmas for the whole planet. Everybody. Lithuania. Everywhere in Africa. The whole thing. Right down the crapper. Blame it all on me, right? It's all my fault. How convenient for you. Not bad, right? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm gonna check that out for sure. You need to. I, I think you'll laugh. To the list. I think you're gonna laugh real hard at it. And if you don't, well, I like that. I do love. I love Vince Vaughn. Obviously, uh, I think all dudes of our uh, age love him. Uh, I also love Vince Vaughn because he's from Chicago, and oh. so he's, uh, you know, I love all the Chicago stuff that he's. Sort do we know of if he's a Bears fan or not? Or we, he is 100 percent a Bears fan, and you guys should know how much I love this podcast because <laughs> the Bears are playing right now as we're recording this. I am wearing a Bears T-shirt underneath my Santa overalls, but uh, the Bears are currently losing uh, as of last last check, 14 to seven. So. And We're gonna nobody get to the is end shocked. of this uh, this list. Here. No, don't say that, Danny. <laughs> Everyone is shocked. The Bears should win every game. Yes, yes they should. all the time, yes, forever, the best ever. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Here we snorted. go. Okay, number. Just... <laughs> he couldn't even believe it. Here? That's the best joke fan. you've told on right. your show. Okay. All sorry, right. Sorry. Number two. All right. Number two. Uh, this is definitely. I think most people would put this guy uh, at number two or number one. Um, uh, this is going to be Miracle on 34th Street. Now I know there's the question. Are you going the old school mm. or the new school? The old school came out. Uh, I don't know when the old school came out, but I'm going to guess it might be 40s. Uh, yeah, I think it, it was like 46 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was early. And 47. Then the, Sorry. Uh, 47. 47. Yeah. Okay, great. And then the one that came out, uh, the other one is probably 92, 93 is my guess. Um, it was, I, I am Googling quickly. It was in the year of in the year 1994. 1994. <laughs> it was in the year 1994. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Such a great remake. They did such a good job of keeping it classic, but also giving a new, you know, in color and all that yeah. stuff. So, uh, but the, the Santa from the newer version is Richard Attenborough. Mm. Uh, the great actor, I mean, obviously has a huge storied career. Um, you might know him also from Jurassic Park, mm. obviously. Or if you're like an old school, he was, I mean, he's been a movie star for years. Uh, if you've ever seen The Great Escape, great Steve McQueen World okay. War II uh, movie, uh, he's in The Great Escape. He plays uh, Roger in that. Uh, great British actor, Richard Attenborough, so good in Miracle on 34th Street. He not only is that story probably the quintessential Santa yes. story, um, but I feel like his performance in it is so warm and so um, 
interesting mm. because he does make choices that you're like, whoa, I would not think that Santa would say that or do right. that. But it, again, I, as we were talking about, I think anything that shows a more human side or the other side to Santa as opposed to just the jolly, ho, 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 let me give you presents, you know, <laughs> is, is great. Right. So uh, he's so good. I mean, I think the classic scene from the movie, there's a lot of them, but in my opinion, the best scene is when there's a little girl who comes up to see Santa and the mother kind of steps in. She says, just so you know, she's deaf. She mm. can't hear anything, but she just wanted to see you. And you see Santa think about it. And he's like, okay, I know sign language. And then he signs yeah. with her and he asks her what her name is. And he says, Merry Christmas. And you're a beautiful young girl. And what do you want for Christmas? And I, I love you and have a great day. Yeah. And, you know, Merry Christmas. And it's so great. I mean, it's like so wonderful. What's really cool is that I've seen, I just saw a video the other day of um, a mini mouse at Disneyland who met uh, a young child who was deaf and she could tell that he was signing. And so mm. she signed uh, to him, which is really cool. That so I think cool. that's really cool when when people do that. But uh, obviously when it happens in Miracle on 34th Street, is great. Let's play a little clip from Miracle on 34th Street with Richard Attenborough as Santa Claus. Excuse me. Hello. I I'm Dory Walker, oh. director of special projects for C.F. Cole's department store. It's my pleasure. As a matter of fact, I was looking for you a few moments ago. There's no doubt you saw your Santa Claus is inebriated. I know. He has created such a terrible problem. I mean, millions of children are watching here and on television, and they're expecting to see Santa Claus, and, well, right now we don't have one. That is a terrible problem. Would you do it? Would you be our Santa Claus? Me? Well, do you have any experience? Well, just a little. Great. Well, I'm sure you'll be fine. Well, but isn't there someone else perhaps you Sir, could ask? Her? The parade has started already. It's you right now, or else there is no Santa in the Coles Thanksgiving Day Parade. Well, uh, might I perhaps have a moment to think about it? Don't worry about a thing. Just be yourself. Now, Dasha, now, Dancer, now, Prancer and Vixen, now, Comet, now, Cupid, now, Dunder and Blitzen! Hey! That was good, right? It's fantastic. I don't know how you good. didn't put him at number one, frankly. I don't want to spoil anything, I but I, I don't know how you didn't put him at number one. <laughs> so I'm just going just gonna to go out on a limb and just sort of say that. Um, but he, and we should, say, we should say that this is Richard Attenborough, not David Attenborough, yeah. talking about Christmas time. David Attenborough is the voice of the Planet Earth movies. Yes. He's the, the sort of environmentalist. But I do like to think of David Attenborough as Santa Claus, as he would say, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> as we come across the, the northern hemisphere, we see many children who need presents. I'm busy now. Ho, ho, ho. That's my, it's not a very good David Attenborough. You should be the only one doing impersonations. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you mix it up sometimes? Sometimes I call it impressions and sometimes I call it impersonations. Do you do the same thing? Yeah, I say both. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know what, what the difference Neither is. Neither do I. I don't know if one is more correct or right than the other, but I'm just going to keep saying both because that's the way I roll. I like it. Um, 
it's called kind of like how people call it intensive purposes and instead of intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Uh, yep. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I, and I think that was a great choice. I'm just going to say that was a fantastic choice. And I'll maybe save some more thoughts for a few moments from right now. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. So number two on my list uh, was a Santa that, you know, I think we, you know, our generation grew up with in a sense. Um, and we got to see this this Santa evolve, which I think is really unique. Sure. Because yeah. most Christmas movies that involve Santa, it's just sort of a one off with Santa. And yeah, there might be an origin story to how this person became Santa, but it's like now they're Santa and that's just what they, re- what they do for the rest of time. Um, right. We don't really see them go on a journey and how it impacts their life. But the movie, the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen, yes. you get to have this experience because you see him going from, you know, being this, just normal everyday, you know, businessman, dad person to now all of a sudden because of these, you know, circumstances, now he becomes Santa Claus and he denies it. But then he realizes that it's something that he absolutely loves. And then you watch him embrace it. And then you get to watch him go on this journey, you know, through the, you know, two films that follow of like what it's like to run the North Pole and how he balances life between like his kid who he had, you know, before he became Santa Claus and then he, yep. then he has to get married because that's part that's one of the clauses of the Santa Claus. Um, I just think it's such a such a brilliant way that they went about telling the story. I think watching sort of, you know, Tim Allen's character go on this journey of like resisting all things, becoming Santa to then becoming this like beautiful, you know, big, full beard, uh, yeah. beautiful Santa's workshop that they have. And I think, you know, Tim Allen does an absolutely fantastic job in it. You know, he's, he's got a lot of that holly jolly element to him, but I think there's also, you know, the human element, um, which, which we see play out in a lot of different ways throughout the storylines and the films. Um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's a go-to for me every single holiday season. Um, so let's take a, a quick listen to, uh, Tim Allen in the original, uh, the Santa Claus. I know you're Scott Calvin. You know you're Scott Calvin. So let's make this simple. I say name, you say Scott Calvin. Name? Chris Kringle. Name? Santa Claus. Name? Père Noël. Babo Natale. Père's Nicole. Papa Gigio. Okay, Calvin. Maybe a couple hours in the tank will change your mind. So good. He's so good. Yeah. He, You know what he does so great is, you know, Tim Allen, I feel like, always sort of has figured out the magical mix of curmudgeonly <laughs> with also a really good guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of what he did. Uh, he definitely did it on Last Man Standing, his most newest uh, or his newest uh sitcom yeah uh, but he did it even a little bit on home improvement and even with buzz Lightyear. Yeah. i mean he still kind of has that like i'm gonna be hard to deal with and grumpy a little bit but then also you see his like softer side totally and, and his good side so yeah he does such a good job of like not wanting to be into it and you know not uh you know not being that not seeing that it was important, but I also love that they make him a toy maker. He works like for yes, a toy company. Yes. It's just so great. And that his initials are SC, Scott Calvin, and then he becomes oh, yeah. I love those, those movies are all sort of thoughtful things. Like that's one of the things I love so much about the way that Lynn Manuel Miranda writes is like there's just so many little yeah. like Easter eggy elements in the story that I think is really fun for, for us yeah. um as as the viewer. So yeah, I, I could not agree more. I think it's a fantastic film. Um and I, I watch it every year. So there you have it. 
Good choice. Thank you. Good choice. You know what? I, I've watched the first one and the second one recently, but we've not watched the third one in the last couple of oh, years. Oh, really? So, uh, we're going to definitely check that because it has Martin Short, oh, who's one of my so heroes. Good. I love Martin Short as uh, as Jack Frost. I th- is he playing Jack Frost? Yeah, he does. And he's sort of yeah, like think a, is, a yeah. villain in, in the framework. He's like a bad story. guy. Yeah. 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 I thought that. And, and yeah, that's definitely hard. Like, how out. do you. How do you make the story of Santa continue to go on and make it continually interesting and introduce like, interesting? You don't yeah. think of conflict in Santa's life, um, right? But there is this conflict of him trying, like in the second one, where he's trying to balance life as Santa and and life as like still Scott Calvin who a has person, a kid, yeah, and then yeah. make, they make the duplicate version of Santa who's like ho yeah. ho ho, um, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like you know, he tries to like take over the North Pole. I think is really funny. Um, yeah, yeah I, I can't say enough about it. So that's why I had it at number I would, two. I was doing uh, I was doing a Snapchat session with my kids, and by Snapchat session, I don't mean that we're actually posting anything <laughs> on Snapchat. But Sna- Snapchat has lots of cool yes, filters still, and so my kids love to. If we're like my wife was in the grocery store grabbing something, and we were waiting for her to come out, and we love to like go on Snapchat and do all those fun filters, you know, that make your face look yes. like. A, a reindeer or dog or whatever, put hearts on over your eyes. Yes. Was, I don't know. It's just something we do. We love it. It's fun. But one of the filters yesterday sort of made your face look kind of plasticky and quote unquote perfect. Okay. And uh, I think my wife pointed out, she said, you guys look like the Santa from Santa Claus too, <laughs> like the bad Santa, the plastic Santa yes. that, you know, kind of goes. I'm trying to see if uh, I can find him right now crazy. while we're doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big funny. snapper, but I love that you bring up like Snapchat session because my daughter and I do that with with Instagram filters. Yeah, um, and yeah. we'll. It's just so fun to see the kids like goof around with. Oh, them. it's, it's so much fun! Like the problem is though. It... Oh my gosh, I just made myself into an elf. <laughs> I'll take a photo of it. and I'll send it to you. Um... <laughs> yes. Um, problem is like when she finds one that she's really obsessed with. Like they had this Snow White one. Like which dwarf are you? Right. And Snow White's right. like her favorite movie in the world. So like we did. <laughs> 50 in a row of just like, who's it going to be? And she's like, bashful. (laughs) And then like, this was two months ago. She still comes up to me to this day. She'll go, who's it going to be? And she wants me to just show her all the old videos of when we became. Um, Sorry. I'm looking at my my phone with me as a, with me as enough. I'm going to see if I could do one of you on the screen. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to move my camera. Oh, this is really funny. I'm looking right into the camera. Right, here, here we go. This is really dynamic content. Picture taking on a podcast. Yeah, they, wow, they really <laughs> remember when we were trying to get like breaking new ground. We were trying to get an award for like being the best podcast in the world. They're like, yeah, you guys were really Never great up until you started just eating and drinking on the show and then taking photos of each other. That's where <laughs> and taking photos of each other. We, we lost a few listeners. All right, we'll get back oh to the countdown. Gosh. Here we go. We are we are at the end. Folks. We've made we it. We're at number one. Okay, my selection here. I'm going. Kurt Russell in Christmas Chronicles. Great. Now, uh, yes, I could have switched one and two. We could have gone with the classic, uh, you know, uh, Miracle on 34th Street at number one. But I, every time I watch Christmas Chronicles, I love it more and more. Okay. I really, we watched it a a week ago or so. I love that film. It's good. The second one's great as well, but the first one is so good. And I, I, I love a lot of things. A, he's a big personality, right? Number one. Number two, He's got the perfect, like, beard, and I love that it's more, like, kind of gray mm. and, and salt and peppery as opposed to all white, which just feels, like, more interesting. Yeah. I love his costume in the film. He's got this big, like, 
leather red like duster coat almost yeah. like a, that a rancher would wear and then his costume is great he's not big and fat but he kind of always talks about how like oh everybody thinks i should be big and fat like in the <laughs> billboards but it's not that easy you can't move around with that kind of weight you know and i love that goldie hawn is mrs claus yeah. the the north pole is so amazing but here's the number one thing that i love about him okay what he does in both the writing and the way that he plays it, is he acts as some of the best directors that I've ever worked with in theater and film do. Hmm. In that, he lets people come to realizations that they need to come to, but he helps them along the way in a way that they can feel like they got there themselves. Ooh, right? Yeah. So the best directors in TV and film that I've worked with don't come up and say, you need to feel sad right here, and you need to cry on this line. They don't say that. Right. They'll come up and say, well, what, what would your character, like, how would this affect them here? And they ask you questions that you then get to a place mm. that they wanted you to get to, but it feels you have ownership of yes. it, right? And so that's one of the things that he does in the Christmas Chronicles movies is there's lots of moments where he, you know, like when he's in the jail, he doesn't just – escape out of the jail, mm. which he could with the magic that he has because he wants to change the lives of the people that are in the jail cell. And then once he's done with that, then he escapes. And there, you know, so you're like, well, you could have escaped earlier, but he, there was work to be done, yeah. right? With uh, the kids, he doesn't tell them how to feel. He tells them things that they probably do feel mm. and then lets them get to the conclusion of, oh, this is what I should be thinking or feeling. And it's just, I love that kind of quality in a person. It feels yeah. very fatherly to me. And I feel like, you know, the idea of Father Christmas, that Santa should mm. feel like a really good dad. And that's what a good Santa does. You know, like one of the things that my dad did when I was growing up that I always loved and I still think about all the time is like if I was at a, a mall or something and I kind of ran off, my dad would hide he would let, like let me be scared mm. for a, a minute just to kind of he would see that moment where i was like oh i'm i'm away from my parents i don't have an adult with me and i'd get scared and then i'd go dad and then he'd like step out from <laughs> yeah. behind a pole and he was always there right he always like knew where i mm. was but he wanted me to like learn from the moment and was teaching me but also showing me love at the same time and so that kind of quality i think is really important yeah. in the character of santa and I think Kurt Russell really nails that aspect wow. of it so well. And I love at the very end how they always say, like, you got to say ho, ho, ho. And he's like, I don't say ho, ho, ho. But then at the end of the movie, I'm sorry to spoil it. I'm just going to. <laughs> it's not a huge spoiler. He flies away and he goes, ho, ho, ho. And it's so great. It's so, like, satisfying. Yes. So for me, my number one Santa is Kurt Russell in Christmas Chronicles. Here's a little clip. Let's check it out. Santa Claus? Live and in person. One night only. You two okay? You look so... different. Why? Because I'm not a big fat slob? No, no, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, that's okay, Kate. I guess it's understandable. I mean, who can eat millions of cookies in one night and not get fat, right? Well, I can. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth fake news i mean it's great he's great he's so great if you've not seen christmas christmas chronicles on netflix go out and watch it right now it's so great yeah i also love the way that they do the elves uh in in that one yeah like there's they're they're, yeah. they're more like sort of mythical sort of creatures 
in that yeah, film, which like is sort of different. And, yeah, they're interesting, yeah. which I always love, you know, because I think we get so, like, committed to this is what Santa looks like, and this is what the North Pole is like, and right. this is what a sleigh looks like, and this is how it flies and all that sort of stuff. And I love movies that sort of challenge that. Um, yeah. Because we are talking about something magical that is bigger than our wildest imagination. So why not yeah. dream up something new? Because you can't be wrong, right? Um, yeah. And it presents yeah. a different perspective, exactly. and a different person might connect with that perspective. So I think that's I an incredible that. choice. I love his his performance um, in in the Christmas Chronicles. He's he's fantastic, and the costume's great. And I love the scene when he's yeah. driving like the was a Camaro or something like that, or like a Dodge Charger. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> the Charger, yeah, he's yeah. Just flying through town. It's so fun. Um, and great brand and says, Hey, too. maybe we uh, don't tell Miss Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever meet her, maybe it's we great. just don't mention this to her. Um, it's yeah. so brilliant. Okay, so now on to my number one. Uh, we heard this name before. I teased it a bit. I'll just say it. It's Richard Attenborough in Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, you know, I remember watching that movie as a kid. I think Miracle on 34th Street was one of those movies that I don't. It felt like. Even though there was a kid in the movie, it felt a little bit more like an adult Christmas movie to me just because there's so yeah. many adults in it. And the story revolves yeah. around an adult, even though he's Santa Claus. Um, so I just yeah. went back and watched it recently um, and immediately was just like swept away um, in, in the magic yeah. of Santa, in the magic of the season. I love the way the film ends because you you believe that Richard Attenborough is he is Santa like he is Santa Claus. Yeah. And he obviously gets released and uh, Dermot Mulroney or Dermot McDermott, as some people like to call him. Um, <laughs> he, you know, gets him off because he's a lawyer in the film. Um, but you never really see him out in the real world as Santa. Yeah. So you're kind of left wondering. At, like I was thinking about that today as we were about to jump on. I was like, wait, do they ever resolve the fact? Like, is he really? I know in the end, like, you know, Dermot Mulroney and um, the mom character, they get engaged and then they get married and then they right. have the house with the presents and the little girl character like yep. uh, susan is it susan i think is her name um uh yeah i think so yeah she like gets what she wished for and that's what helps her to believe in santa um but they never really fully i don't know it never you don't see like santa flying on a sleigh like you do in all I the know, films but that's the good part i know that's the good and part. i love that because it's brilliant in the sense that it makes you as the viewer get that final step on your own of being like he is Santa Claus. Do you believe? And he yeah. does exist. And he is yes. real. Um, and what was really fun is I, my mom loves that movie. It's one of her favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And I was watching it with her. And, you know, I mentioned this on an earlier episode about how my mom still believes in Santa Claus. And and I, and I it gave me a chance to sort of ask her, because I haven't talked to her about that in a while. I was like, hey, mom, you still believe in Santa? She goes, you better believe I do. Um, and I was, right. like, I was like, remind me of the story. What, what was it? How old were you? She goes, I was like around like, you know, four years old. And I... I fell asleep under the dining room table and I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw Santa putting gifts, you know, in his red suit underneath our tree. Yeah. And she goes, and I still believe that that was him to this day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. That's so, cool. That's so, so cool. cool. You know, so anyway, Richard Attenborough gives just an absolutely brilliant, brilliant performance in this film. Like he is to me like the quintessential Santa Claus in it. And what was really fun, again, about watching it with my mom was. Uh, when she came to visit me in New York, when I lived there, we went to Macy's uh, together because she really, really, really wanted to go see Santa um, in yeah. Macy's. And I just remember the line was like so wildly long. And I was like, Mom, do you, crazy long. Yeah. Do you really want to wait 
this long. Unfortunately, at that time, I don't think they have it anymore, but they had this sort of like sideline that you could go through where there was like this window frame and you could like look a through. Single, single rider line. Exactly. You didn't get to meet Santa, but they had like a window that you could see him yeah. through. And somewhere I have a picture. I'll, okay. I'll try to find it so I can post it on our socials. But my mom and I, I remember we just stood there next to that window together and there were no kids at that point in time. It was just Santa sitting in his seat. And the picture I took, I swear to God, he doesn't look real. He's so good. Right. And the set is so beautiful, and it looks like it looks like a statue is just sitting there. It's yeah. like this perfect statue of Santa, and they give you they gave us a little button at the end that says like I met Santa or I, I saw Santa or something yeah. like that. So I've kept that, you know, all these years. I think I've had it for over ten years now of, of the time oh, I, I, love I that. went and saw Santa. So anyway, I'm I'm so glad that we we did this episode, and I'd be interested to hear yeah, from our, this was a good our one. listeners like. Are there other Santas that we didn't mention that you absolutely love? Please make sure to DM us. Um, or if you're watching a movie that includes Santa, take a picture of it. Post it on your Instagram stories. Tag our show in it at Christmas Countdown Show. And uh, we'll make sure I have to one more. That. I have one more question. I have one more question for our viewers. Okay. Not only did we miss any Santas, but who do you think would be a great Ooh. Santa? Which like famous actors or actresses do you think would be a great That's Santa so who great. have not yet played Santa? If that if that uh, spurs anything in your brain, uh, send us a message. Tell us what you think. Eric Peterson. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Oh my I gosh. believe Someday that. I, I believe that. that's going to happen for you. Just yeah. like I believe in yeah. Santa, I believe in you as Santa. <laughs> this... Ho ho ho! There you go. Boom. Um, this has been so much fun. I love that we sort of like flipped things uh, on its head a little bit in terms of uh, our, oh, yeah. our lists, and I think this was a fun one to cover. So if you if you feel like there are lists that we haven't covered because we're getting sort of to the 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 final stretch here we only have five more episodes yeah. after this if there's a list we haven't done that you really would love to hear us do i know some people have been sending us suggestions and we definitely um, have a few on our list we'll just let you know that the finale two episodes are going to be really really fun we've got some fun stuff uh, up our sleeves for that one so that's determined but if you have any ideas yeah. you want to share with us please dm us or, or tweet at us let us know what you'd love to hear us chat about um and if you're not following us on social media as we always say follow us at christmas countdown show on instagram TikTok and Facebook at Xmas Pod uh, on on Twitter um, and rate and review, please. We love it. It, yes, it fills our hearts. Please do. With holly jolly cheer. Um, but anyway, until next time, as we always say, Merry Christmas and Happy Ho Ho Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the next one, everybody. Bye bye. See you guys. I forgot to talk about Boy Yay. Band Christmas. No, oh, you'll have to save it. We'll yeah. Save it for next time. <laughs>